Hi. We've been thinking about the idea that most men want to be remembered as men who are the real deal. That in the Bible, this is described as displaying the fruit of the Spirit. And the Apostle Paul says the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And we've been thinking about how the fruit of the Spirit can be demonstrated in us men. And in the last talk, we looked at joy. And today we're going to be considering the fruit peace. Now, if I went out onto the street and asked passers-by to describe the meaning of peace, I'd probably get the same few ideas. Some might say, it's when wars come to an end. Or somebody might say, it's when the kids have gone to bed and I get five minutes to myself with a cup of tea, Coronation Street, and a bit of peace and quiet. In other words, peace is usually defined by the absence of something. War, conflict, aggression, noise, work perhaps, kids maybe. It's based on circumstances, and peace, or the lack of it, is controlled by what's going on out there around us. But what Paul is talking about here in his teaching about the fruit of the Spirit is very different. The word translated peace here in the Greek is irene. It's derived from the word airo, meaning to join, to tie together into a whole. It's the equivalent of the Hebrew word shalom, which again expresses the idea of wholeness, completeness, tranquility, safety, well-being, prosperity, contentment. So this peace that Paul writes about and that you'll find in the Bible is so much more than just the absence of war or some other external discomfort. It's having an inner peace, irrespective of what's happening all around you. It's not a natural attribute. The natural reaction of so many men to conflict or to discomfort is to show rage, to strike back at what we perceive is causing the discomfort to us. Anger, rage, seem to be almost the normal reaction of many men. And I must say, I do think this has been increased by the difficulties we've all experienced over the last couple of years. But Paul says peace is a fruit of the Spirit, a consequence of having the Holy Spirit in our lives and working with him to increase its influence on us, the influence of peace on us. There is one person who completely demonstrates what shalom looks like, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Prince of Peace. Whether it was the storm on the lake or the storm of the cross, the Lord Jesus demonstrated true shalom, true peace. And what's more, he said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Paul says it's Jesus' intention that we have this supernatural peace that Jesus had and that we too are known as men of peace. How can we do it? Well, it is a fruit of the Holy Spirit and it's available to all those who have given their lives to Jesus. So why don't all of us who say we follow Jesus have this peace why do so many of us worry about everything that happens? And why are we so similar to everyone else around us 
those who don't know Jesus? Well, as I've said throughout these talks, the choice is yours. Yes, this fruit is available to us who follow Jesus, but we again have to cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit in us. So how can we do this? This is what Paul says in his letter to some Christians in the city of Philippi. Let me read these words to you. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So it's to rejoice. It's to be gentle towards other people. It's to pray about everything, thanking God for looking after you, knowing that he is in ultimate control. It's fixing your attention and your mind on good things, on pure things. And it's doing what Jesus would do. If you and I do these things, the God of peace will set a guard around our hearts and our minds. Like all aspects of this fruit of the Spirit, it's not easy to live this way. It's not natural. And God will need to send us to training college. Some of us will need more training than others before it becomes a part of our character, the character of Jesus. In other words, God will allow us to go through situations where we'll have to depend on the peace that he gives to get through those situations. But as we practice those things more and more, Paul tells us by cooperating with the Holy Spirit, God will change us a bit more every day. You know, guys, we're all works in progress. So don't get put off if you're finding this fruit difficult. Even the disciples who lived with Jesus every day took time to grow more and more like Jesus. But keep moving forward. Keep asking the Holy Spirit to work on you, to cooperate with him and he, as he teaches you to become a man of peace who knows that because God is in control of everything, nothing can steal your peace. A man called Horatio Spafford lived in America in the 19th century. He'd been a successful lawyer and had invested significantly in property in Chicago. But in 1871, the Great Chicago Fire destroyed many of the properties that he owned. Two years later, the economic downturn further hit his business interests. So he decided he would travel to Europe with his family for a much-needed holiday. In a late change of plan, he sent his family ahead while he was delayed on business. But tragically, whilst crossing the Atlantic, the ship collided with another ship and sank rapidly, drowning all four of Spafford's daughters. 
His wife Anna survived and sent him a telegram which began with the words, Saved. Alone. Shortly afterwards, as Spafford travelled to meet his grieving wife, he was inspired to write these words as his ship passed near where his four daughters had drowned. These are the words that he wrote. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. You might say, I couldn't have done that. Maybe Horatio Spafford would have said that before the tragic event happened. But it just goes to show that it is possible to have the peace of God that passes all understanding, even in the worst of circumstances. May God help us, through his Holy Spirit, to become more and more like Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. Men, if you'd like to know more about living the Jesus way, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.